Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, everybody. Hope you're doing fantastic today. I got a special guest. I have Molly Malasovic from the Jobber team. Molly, how are we doing today? I am very good. Thanks for having me, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. I was looking forward to this one uh, on my calendar, Molly. It was great. Um, you know, I know you came on uh, kind of similar time a year ago, so I'm sure we'll have lots to get into and lots of gold nuggets to uh, kind of leave some breadcrumbs for a bunch of our listeners. That is the goal. I will try and deliver. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, why don't we kick it off, Molly? If people missed last year's episode, just tell us in a nutshell um, who you are and kind of how that uh, pertains to your role at Jobber. Yeah, so I, my very technical title is Director of Brand Marketing and Communications at Jobber. I like to more so say that I lead community at Jobber. I've been working with the company for over seven years and I've got to learn a lot about the entrepreneurs that we work with in home service and work with an amazing team to build programs like Jobber Summit, Jobber Grants, our Facebook group that help fill gaps in the day-to-day troubled life's challenges that that come with being an entrepreneur so really trying to talk to those community members figure out what they need and work with my team to deliver programs and solutions for them to help super cool um so seven years at time of this recording were 2024 so you were with jobber when jobber was a much much smaller company and now you guys have grown so you've been like one of the ogs along for the big ride up here yeah, I was, I want to say employee 65 and okay. I believe we're over 650 people now. So actually wow. like 10 times the size. 10X. And so, yeah, although I've been here for that long, it honestly feels like I've worked for three to four different companies in that time period. Like it's never been stale by any means. Yeah. Chal- new challenges yeah. have come up. It's uh, kept really fresh in terms of my career and exciting things to do, but definitely some through lines from the very beginning. One being community. Like I very, very early on, well, Jobber's always been, and we continue to be really obsessed with voice of customer, we call it. So hearing from our community, but very early on me running social back in the day, people just wanted to connect with us as though we were a person and we are a group of people. And so it's been really cool to make all these connections and honestly friends with people, entrepreneurs in the community. And that continues to today. I think that's so cool how like a company obviously grows significantly, but doesn't end up forgetting um, why they started in the first place for their actual customer. And I think there's a lot of themes there that a small business owner listening into us could um, probably pull out from that. I think before we get any further on community though, if a listener doesn't know what Jobber is and what the software does, do you mind just like putting it in like a one minute nutshell and just tell us if someone hasn't heard what Jobber is, what what does the, what do you guys exactly do? Yeah, absolutely. So Jobber is, operations management software for home service businesses. Our goal is to make 
running your business smoother for you, your team, and your customers. So we help you handle all those operational processes from quoting, scheduling, invoicing, all the way to getting paid in one place. That is what we are here to do. Yeah, no, it's super cool. And like cleaners, landscapers, uh, painters, you name it. Like um, you guys think, I think you guys service over like 50 industries at this point. Yes, exactly. And they're all unique in their own way, but I mean, I don't need to tell you that home service businesses are unique sort of as a group. You are out in the field delivering very important services to people's homes and offices. And that is so unlike retail or restaurant or anything like that, where people are more so going to the business itself. So as distinct yeah. as those industries are, there's so much in common that Jobber can help address. And we can probably get more in on the community yeah. stuff, how they can learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so I guess let's start talking about like, professional advice you know for an entrepreneur a lot of us didn't go to business school you know we're kind of learning as we go and i think that is super cool um whether you work for a big company like jobber or you go out on your own like i think to move to that next level you don't know what you don't know so do you mind touching on first just like how an entrepreneur can actually seek out getting some form of professional business advice where they could advance their business yeah, absolutely. To your point, it doesn't really matter what kind of business you're in. You, There was really great advice that we got actually from one of our board members, Gail Goodman, who was the CEO of Constant Contact at one point. And she implied this idea that you will always sort of have imposter syndrome. You will always be working on something new that you've never done before. Even as a company grows, you're now gonna be focused more in on an area of the business that is new to you. So basically seeking out expert advice is sort of the thing to do and you can do that through any medium and routine that works for you that's what i really want to emphasize for people is it's sort of about experimenting with what professional development looks like for you so you know of course i could just list off you can read books you can listen to audiobooks you can listen to podcasts you can watch youtube videos you can meet with people in real life you can go to networking events, you can hire coaches. And I've heard from the community that all of these things work for people um, <clears throat> at some point, like some combination of these people will like absolutely like shout from the rooftops. This is how they would mm -hmm. recommend um, getting professional development into their lives. For I was just talking to someone yesterday who what that looks like to him, though, is when he's in his truck, he basically says that's the time for educational content. I don't listen to music mm -hmm. like when I'm in my truck, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to audiobooks. For me, yeah. what that looks like is I am listening to audiobooks when I'm doing my commute or if I'm like doing chores. So I'm not necessarily carving out time that doesn't already mm. exist and then figuring right. out how to jam in professional development. Um, mm. This person I talked to yesterday also loves mastermind groups and coaching, and I'm a big fan of coaching as well. Um, mm. But I like this idea of finding ways to fit it within your existing schedule so it doesn't feel yeah. so intimidating. I don't know if you do that at all. Yeah, no, it can feel super daunting. Like, to you know, I used to actually, uh, when I got really big into reading in like 2015, 2016, I would actually go to Starbucks and like start my day like reading. And I'm just like, it almost feels like, I don't know if life was slower paced than or what, but for me now, Molly, with uh, our little six month old, I actually take him for a, a, a 45 to one hour walk every day at 4 p.m. 
Uh, and so we go out, me, him, uh, and Charlie, our dog. Uh, and I just put on uh, like a, a, an audiobook there, a podcast. And like, that's kind of my learning time. Like while I, so it's like four things at once. So like one, I'm exercising. Um, two, uh, getting some time in with Beckham. Three, Charlie's getting a nice walk. And four, uh, I'm growing myself. So that's kind of, I think you have to be more strategic as um, life moves along with not rushing in time to learn, but looking at your tasks you're doing and saying, how can some education come alongside and like, you know, do two things at the same time. Yeah, that is, I mean, you were doing four things at the same time. Yeah, so that is a very too. effective yeah. use of time. The other tip that I'll give people is using things like mastermind groups, coaching, and in my case, I'll, I'll do like book clubs with peers at work. Like we'll meet every one to two weeks to, you know, we'll break a book into three parts, meet every one nice. to two weeks to read that part. Um, or I'll listen to just like a really great podcast and then I'll ask three other people to listen to it too. And we'll have a podcast round table, I call it setting up meeting times for accountability that's the other like the other thing is if you can't fit it in your day-to-day or you really do want to get something done that is just a little harder then i just personally need something on my calendar to get it get it done and we're so lucky at jobber we actually have coaches on staff to help us through like any growth or challenges we're interested in and meeting with someone every two weeks and needing to make progress by the time i meet with them like is half of i feel like why i sign up for coaching when i do so that's super cool so you get coaching internally at jobber uh with with your coach do you do anything uh you mentioned masterminds do you do anything like paid outside as well or have any experience doing that i'm just curious yeah i have done different um like training group training sessions externally (laughs) that I don't have any like secrets there other than I think accountability again is really great and just hearing different perspectives live can be really great. I also am a big fan of reaching out to people and just DMing them on social. And I just feel like social is this like amazing democratizer of being able to like reach out to anyone. And people are so generous with their time. I hear this a lot from the community as well. Like you just follow people you look up to in whatever industry you're in. And like nine times out of 10, they will respond and make time for you for coffee or whatever. I know that you actually do that with people too. Like you're the one they're asking. Yeah. Yeah, it goes both ways. I mean, for me, I think I've always just ran my business without any shame of getting said no. And I think that was really ingrained in my head when I started door knocking uh, to get my business going. So yeah, like I will, um, I would say I'm DMing people like further ahead than me, I would say on a weekly basis this is like not uncommon, um, you know, and, and that's actually how I even got in touch with Sam. I just DM Sam on, uh, on LinkedIn and said, thanks so much for your software, et cetera. So it's like, I think that's how you actually build your work is you do need to reach out to people and i try and write like a short insightful message rather than trying to get something from somebody i think the best relationships i've built i always try and lead with uh, a spirit of giving and like hey how can i um one not waste this person's time to like give a genuine compliment that i actually believe in um, and just kind of see where it goes i do think though like people that are quite busy. I do think it's a big ask to try get in someone's calendar for like coffee or lunch. But I do think, you know, I, I will do like, if someone asks, hey, like a free thing and I have the time, I, I actually really like sending like a one minute voice audio, like over Facebook Messenger. Um, it, that That's kind of worked good for me. And I think you can 
give some mini like live coaching just through like a short audio. I, I just personally prefer that than let's get on a phone call or let's meet for coffee. So I think you just got to see what works for you. Yeah. And to your point, think about who you're reaching out to. If, if you think a hundred other people are reaching out to them yeah. or even like 10 a week or something like that, like mm. be a bit more creative with who you're reaching out to. I would say yeah. that's, that's a good piece of advice. And even your comment about you know, getting in that spirit when door knocking, not being worried about yeah. the no. One of my favorite, I'm not an entrepreneur. One of my favorite kind of expressions that I sort of made up myself was entrepreneurs ask. There's that spirit yeah. of entrepreneurship where if you ask, you might get a yes versus not asking. So I know. don't be scared. I know. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think to like growing your business, you do need to kind of really have a thick skin to not care what people think um, about you, I think, especially people who don't know you, right? Which I would say, if you're in the spotlight in your community, I would say people know of you, but they like don't actually like know you. So like, who really cares what they think? Like, I would rather grow a business and achieve my dreams than be worrying about people who don't actually know me, like what their opinion is of me. So right. I think anyone who's grown a company you're going to have a little bit of a target on your back from competitors or just people to be like who's this person they think it's a know-it-all um and i felt that a lot actually in growing home service business coach so who's this guy etc etc but like if those comments can like kill you or you can just like do your absolute best to ignore them yeah i feel what this reminds me of is whenever i'm at an event or if i'm networking or something um i almost like to be think of myself as a character <laughs> like I'm mm. there to represent jobber and therefore I kind of act with more confidence than I maybe would if I was like just me and yeah. people respond really well to just confidence and kindness and positivity like just like a smiling face and yeah. you can yeah just push to the side and negativity that's always going to be there yeah 100 so I want to hit on community Molly um talk to the busy business owners right here they maybe don't necessarily have a whole bunch of extra time however we all have the same 52 weeks in a year and like business owner a who invests let's just say conservatively one hour a week into community they're 52 hours ahead of building relationships uh, versus business owner b who does you know a whole lot less than an hour um, so i'm curious your take on how a business owner can get connected into community and also just like how that pertains to jobber. Yeah, if you are tight on time, um, which I mean, all entrepreneurs are, I would really encourage you to invest in your online community. So whether that is following people in your industry or people you look up to on social, follow Jobber. We share mm -hmm. a lot of advice from the community or join, joining different groups. So for example, the Jobber Entrepreneurship Group on Facebook is one of them. The nice thing about having community around you is, especially in the context of being strapped for time, is there's this idea of like, why reinvent the wheel? Why make the same mistakes that a billion other people have made before you and have advice on? Why, and why feel lonely while you're going through what is a very challenging path that you've chosen. Like, we're, like thank goodness we're so, the people you work for are so lucky you've chosen that path, but it's difficult and it can be lonely. And that's what we hear a lot from our community is just, it's lonely being an entrepreneur. So 
why go through those things? I feel like having a community, whether online, like I mentioned, or people you meet up with regularly in your area, weekly or monthly or whatever, is the definition or the best example of work smarter, not harder. So if you are someone who is a little bit low on time, you can drop a question into a Facebook group and literally come back to it whenever you next have time. And you'll have people so generously giving you advice um, on that question. It's so amazing to see in the Jobber Entrepreneurship Group how someone will drop in a question about I don't know, something about how they're having a hard time letting go of certain tasks and handing them off to mm-hmm. like uh, someone on the team. And mm-hmm. you'll get people from, again, like I mentioned before, other industries giving their perspective. And I don't think it's obvious right off the bat for people that, you know, I'm in plumbing. Can someone in cleaning or lawn care really offer me advice? But so quickly you see in the comments that there's so much similarity, just being yeah. an entrepreneur in general, that the advice can really apply. And I've seen people in the Facebook group, you know, just like being like, what do I do? I have no time for anything. And mm-hmm. they learn about the magic of a virtual assistant, for example, that you don't have to hire mm-hmm. like a full-time person. And that it becomes like life-changing to them and people offering, hey, like I can actually help you with that problem. Like, why don't we even like DM me and we'll like hop on a call. So yeah. just not dealing, not reinventing the wheel, making the same mistakes as everyone I think is really important. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's like, it is cliche, but I think the quote that really rocked me was like, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm like, if, if someone has already done something and is further ahead than you, like you would, I believe you would be actually foolish to like not outreach to them and just try learn from them. And I'll share a quick example for that. Um, probably five years ago, I was in the thick of it, just getting revived going. And I heard this plumbing entrepreneur on this like random podcast that came across like my Apple podcast. And so I tuned in on it. And at the end, he was like, I love young entrepreneurs. So like, you know, if anyone needs help, like reach out to me. So I actually added him on LinkedIn and DM'd him. I said, hey, can I come check out? It was a little forward, like looking back, but I'm like, could I come check out your plumbing shop? And he's like, I'm out of town, connected me with his son. Uh, and I've been now to his plumbing shop uh, three or four times over the last few years. And he's actually going to keynote um, our HSBC summit that's happening later this month. So it's like they just put their hundredth truck on the road, plumbing business, way bigger scale than what I've ever built. But again, it all started with me not thinking, oh, this guy's going to think I'm a weirdo. I was just like, I'm going to do this. And it turned into visits of his shop. I've even brought my manager to his plumbing shop. Uh, I've met his son and now he's coming to speak at our event. So I'm just like a short example of how swallowing your pride and stepping out with some level of boldness, um, you just don't know where it can lead. Yeah. And I'll endorse that, that as someone who has talked to, I think it's safe to say thousands of home service business owners at this point, Mm -hmm. that is that spirit of generosity is so common. Like your, this industry is very generous. If people don't have time, they will let you know. If it's not a fit for them, they will let you know. But you, Mm -hmm. if you ask a few times, you will find someone willing to send you a voice note, take you to their shop, whatever. Like I can attest to that as someone who's talked to a lot of owners. Yeah. For sure. And I think there's levels too, Molly, to this whole game of community, right? Like I do think, 
towards the higher end of the scale would be a mastermind, right? That might cost you a couple thousand bucks a month to like really get in with like high level people. I remember first when I was learning about growing a business, I learned about Russell Brunson and his mastermind at the time was like $25,000 a year. And I was like, how would someone ever pay 25 grand? And a buddy of mine invested $10,000 to go to like a couple of Tony Robbins events. So I'm just like, is is this guy like right out of his mind but then i look at his business move like quadrupled and grew and grew and i'm like okay maybe there is something with that so i think that's kind of over here on like higher end to to pay to really get in that exclusivity um experience type of community and then you've got all your free stuff on the other end of like you know youtube you've got um um some i think there's like higher quantity of facebook groups but those some very good quality ones and i think you guys do a great job um, with yours uh you've got the masters of home service podcast that season two just came out um so i think there's like that whole left spectrum where stuff is free and like i think it should be no excuse for entrepreneurs starting with the free and starting to move up towards the paid level like you don't start like you don't sprint before you can like crawl and walk uh run then we sprint so i think it is like a bit of a continuum yeah i would agree with that and i think building that community like in that more free just open area will also give you the reviews and referrals you need to like what is worth it what have we seen what have you seen work what have you seen work for friends in terms of investing more because there are different levels of investment and i've heard such great stories about investing in leadership courses or industry specific courses or coaching like amazing stories about how that can like vault you into the next mm -hmm. level of business like like you were saying with that person that that really invested in the Tony yeah. Robbins um conferences but yes don't go in blind like talk to yeah. the people around you and, and see if you feel comfortable making that investment yeah and I think you got free you got mastermind I, I I'm just so passionate about this there's also something called like low ticket courses, right? And if you've ever heard of, a, uh, for our listeners, there's a website called uh, Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Uh, I went on there years ago and I, I typed in leadership course because I wanted to get better as a leader. And I came across this guy named Chris Croft with a C and I took his leadership course. I remember it was less than a hundred bucks. It took me less than four hours to do. And like, Molly, I'll tell you the the examples he gives, I was just like, this is worth thousands of dollars. So I recommend it now and, and would encourage people if you want to like dip your toe in what a paid like course looks like, you can check that one out. I'm in no way affiliated with it, but it'll it will help you change the way of how you think. And once you change the way you think, you can change your actions. And when your actions change, you get different results. So I think it's like the learning, the community, that's the catalyst that will create like the cascade effect to grow a different business. Yeah. Yeah. I like how what we're talking about is literally an action with you saying, Hey, this very specific course. Yeah. Trying to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to, but speaking of courses, let's swing back to free. I want to hear you tell us what's going on this year at Jobber Summit. Um, this episode will get released uh, probably a month or so leading up to the event. So can we hear like when it is, what's involved and maybe like a teaser of what we could uh, expect to see at this year's event? 
Yes. So on March 6th, we will be running our fourth annual Jobber Summit event. It is a totally free virtual conference and we are, the team is so cutthroat about the content. So I actually asked them to quantify for me how much time they're spending with speakers and between screening different speaker applications, talking to speakers, working on their their sessions, they're gonna spend about 60 hours making sure this content is really actionable wow. advice. I think the biggest endorsement that we get that we're doing the right thing going into this the fourth year of this conference is that people return um, year after year. They'll often bring their teams or managers on their teams and get them to take part in the conference. And that just tells us that we really are accomplishing our goal of making the most of people's very limited time. On that note, so I, like I said, it's on March 6th. You can register totally for free at jobber.com slash summit. And we actually have two times. That's been working really well for people. We're gonna, we have an AM session and we have a PM session. And in terms of content that you can expect, I'm really excited about the keynotes this year. The nice. We're gonna open with James Clear. He is the nice. super best-selling author of Atomic Habits. It's very, this. Q1 is a very reflective time for people in terms of new habits they want to make for the year. So he's going to be talking about his program tips for establishing new habits. And then we're going to Q&A with him on specific questions around how to establish those habits in a home service business, which I always think is the coolest thing about Jobber Summit is we can get these really big name speakers and then kind of drill them with grill them with questions specific to home service, which isn't always what we get yeah. when they do a general talk. So he'll open the day and then we'll close the day with Kevin O'Connor, the host of This Sold House, which is such wow, a great. show. Yeah, that has a special place in my heart. So he'll be talking to our CEO, Sam, about the future of home service. So what are the nice. trends we're seeing in technology, equipment, AI, and in 2024 consumer preferences, in 2024 and into the future. So we'll have a discussion around that to close off the day. So those are two kind of big keynotes. And then we also have tracks focused on implementing processes in your business or your process track. We have a grow track where you're trying to grow your revenue. Maybe you're trying to grow your team. And then we have an optimized track where, you know, you maybe have a business that's running very smoothly, but now you want to make it run even more smoothly. So now we're getting into automations and kind of three different areas you might be in your business. Cool. Sounds amazing. I can't uh, can't wait to check it out. I'm sure we're going to have a ton of listeners head over there and we'll link up guys uh, where you can register. If you're like listening right now on, on iPhone, you can just like literally scroll down and we'll have it linked up. I'll put it in like bold so you can't miss it. Uh, I think looking back to Molly on like the Jobber Summits, if I'm correct, like for keynotes, it was like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Damon John, Alex Rodriguez, and now James Clear, if I got that right. Like you guys have such a knack for bringing in some big name speakers. And I'm excited this year to really hear James and how the Atomic Habits model can actually be like very relevant to home services. Cause I do think that's something that I've heard for sure from our audience say, you know, I go on YouTube and I listen to something from, you know, Grant Cardone or Alex Hermosi and like these big influential guys, but how does that actually pertain to 
me, the little guy doing, you know, $80,000 per year in, in my cleaning business, trying to get off the truck. So I think it'll be like, I'm be very excited to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I think that's the most special part of what, why we get excited about bringing in the big keynotes is making them translate things to home service. The other thing I want to mention actually on the Mm-hmm. The whole event is very community focused in that the chat is so lively. I think that's like yeah. a really fun part of the event. Like you are not just sitting there watching a screen, like people are going wild in the chat with advice or, or yeah. I don't know, just excitement. And then our networking rooms ended up being this almost like surprise hit. So mm-hmm. four years ago when we were researching, how should we build this event? People were saying, we love networking. And I was like, personal, this is why you have to listen and do research and ask your customer questions. As I, yeah. I never would have put networking into a virtual event, but we have Mm. hundreds of people in those networking rooms often staying like an hour after the event has ended and then ending up like changing information and then meeting up later. So you will meet people in networking rooms based on industry or like theme of challenge. Like you can join different networking rooms based on that and they're really popular. (laughs) No, I, I think that's so key. What you said there, Molly, listen to your customer because I know for me, like, my learning style like when i went to uh university like i like detested doing like group projects because i'm like oh i have to like meet with people and collaborate and like i've learned those skills but what i preferred back in the day was just turn up to a lecture hall and sit for one hour and take notes and like that's just my introvert side coming out but then it's like if you plan to do an event like this you need to like more than 50 percent of people don't want to just listen to a lecture or talk for an hour. They'd rather like meet other people like, oh, this is so cool. This person's two hours away and has a painting business and I have a landscaping business. Like we should connect, we should chat. So I think like there, there'd be something for everybody, I guess, is like the way that you guys have dressed it up, whatever your style actually is. Yeah, I like the way you put that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, super, super cool. Um, so I'll go ahead and, and link that up, Molly. Thanks for announcing to um, who the who the keynotes are. I think that's going to be a ton of fun. And also, uh, I've experienced Jobber Summit from when it started. And like the chat is, um, is uh, what's the word? It's very like invigorating and lively. So I think that's something that um, some listeners can look forward to at the event for sure. Before I let you run off, uh, I do want to hear a, a top book recommendation uh, or two, Molly, that you're like, hey, you, you've you now overseen this process of Jobber users for seven years, which is amazing. Um, the company's obviously grown and you've heard direct from the community. So what would be a book recommendation? I'd, I'd love to hear one or two if you have it that someone listening like, you know what, I'm going to take Molly and Dave's advice. I'm going to jump on Audible. I'm going to grab a book. Uh, what what would that be, would you say? Yeah, the number one book that I'll recommend that has impacted the way I show up at work and also in my personal life, so nice kind of full spectrum there, is Leadership and Self-Deception by the Arbinger Institute. It, okay. It's told in a narrative style, which is really interesting. It was the first time I encountered that, and I wasn't sure at first. So it's sort of like Dave went to work, and then he met with his boss, and they had this conversation it i it has taught me and i have i've reread it i reread it regularly um that it's so um it's so our inclination to show up to any interaction wanting to win essentially or wanting to be right and it very much shows you in this narrative form how you just need to show up more so with the end goal in mind that you're trying to achieve and how what do you need to say or do to get there with another person 
because you can waste a lot of time wanting to be told you're right, I'm wrong or, or whatever. But if the outcome you're getting to is actually the exciting part that's going to create like a long-term partnership or a long-term like client relationship, then why aren't you being that person that helps both people get there? And you nice. know, if you think about like people in your life or leaders in your life that you look up to, it's it's that feeling of like, wow, they make me better. We got to something great together. And I have no doubt that they have learned that um, philosophy of being, just wanting to get to the end, the end goal rather than feeling like you want to be right all the time. So leadership and self-deception, I think is amazing. I recommend it all the time. The other book that I do want to give honorable mention to, because it's another one that I reread a lot and recommend all the time. I've read with my team. It's called mm -hmm. Multipliers by Liz Wiseman. So if you're more so leading people, whether that's like directly, like formally or indirectly, it is about teaching people. Um, it's about having a coaching mindset. So making sure that you're not just telling people what to do all the time, but actually bringing out the best in them. And one of my favorite examples from the book is how it's as simple as learning concepts, like telling people what they're good at. So saying, Dave, you're really good at this. And maybe to you, that is very natural. And now you're like, oh, I thought everyone was good at that. Now I can um, hone that skill on purpose and become better yeah. at it on purpose. So concepts like that, those, those two are the ones that stick in my mind years later. I love it. I'm going to get the first book. I have read Multipliers, but it's been a number of years. So um, I think those are, uh, you know, the Multipliers is a great read and I'm looking forward to that other one. So thanks for dropping that on uh, our listeners, Molly. And, and thanks so much just for coming by the podcast and sharing uh, some of your wisdom. I guess as we wrap up, um, you know, I'll link up to Jobber Summit. I'll link up to Jobber Social, the Facebook group. But if someone wants to actually learn more from you and maybe uh, be bold and connect with you, where would be uh, the best place to do that on? Is that LinkedIn? Is that email? What what would be good for someone to track or hold of Molly? Yeah, LinkedIn. Do that. Okay. Yeah, send me a DM and I would love to hear from you. Cool. Build you up your LinkedIn profile a bit with some uh, some home service pros who want to say hi. I think that'd be yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, I already, I mean, you and I are connected there. I'm connected with a bunch of people. So let's build that community there. I like that. 100%. Sounds good, Molly. Well, um, any last pieces of gold nuggets before we uh, part ways and, uh, and say goodbye before we see you at the Jobber Summit? I think just to make time for yourself, even if that's 10 to 15 minutes a week, just do something small to start taking that step. Like you said, someone who does an hour a week is 52 hours ahead. It doesn't even have to be an hour. Just you deserve to take time to invest in yourself. So do it. Love it. Great, great gold nugget. Well, thank you, Molly, for uh, for coming on the show. Uh, we'll have this live in the next few weeks and uh, appreciate all your insights today and uh, look forward to seeing you March the 6th uh, at Jobber Summit. Yeah, thank you for having me and see you then. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.